Hello everyone, this is Fola Komolafe from Fresh Inspiration and we've been talking about God is blameless and we're going to continue talking about God is blameless today. And we'd already talked about blameless meaning that God is innocent of wrongdoing, meaning that there are no grounds on which we can ever accuse God and that God is above reproach. And we've talked a lot about taking responsibility. We've talked about questions we should ask ourselves. And we've talked about following instructions. Today, I want to go back to James chapter 1 that we looked at um, last time. And I want to read a little bit more on James chapter 1. So if you turn to James chapter 1 and verse 21. So we were talking there when we were talking about cutting off offenses. And where James was also telling us to, you know, to lay aside or to get rid of all the filth and all the evil things. And that we should humbly accept the word that God has implanted in our hearts. And I was talking about that word implanted and I sort of gave an example as well. But I want to go on to, to also read a little bit more in that section. But before then, I was just looking up the definition of that word implant or engrafted and it's only used here in the whole bible in the whole bible and in webster's dictionary it says to implant means to fix or to set securely or deeply that means it's something that is fixed it is set securely and it is set deeply it also goes on to say something that is placed usually surgically within a living body like an engrafted tissue or medical device like a pacemaker and the reason i went back to look at that word is because the encouragement that james is giving to us and we've talked about the word of god and following the instructions of god and how that leads to life and all of that but the encouragement that we see that james is giving to us after he's told us to get rid of everything is that to to hold this word of God, to see it fixed and set securely, deeply in our hearts. Why? So that we can follow it because it has the power to save our souls. But when we now go to verse 22, which is where I want to continue from, verse 22 to verse 25. And I'm going to continue reading it in the New Living Translation. And he says, but don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it is like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself, you walk away and you forget what you look like. But if you look carefully, verse 25 says, into the perfect law that sets you free. And if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. I'm reading this because we've been talking about the instructions of God and that is following it is so important in terms of the life we live because God is blameless and he gives us the choice to follow. And here we see James saying the same thing to us. It says, don't just listen to the word of God. Don't just listen to the word of God, but you must do 
what it says. It's not enough to hear the word. It's not enough to even just know the word. It's not enough to be around the word. All those things are so important because if you don't hear it, you won't even know it. But it's so important that you and I must do what it says. You and I would have been in situations where someone has instructed us. So say you want to go from, I live not too far from Milton Keynes. And I want to go to London. And I don't know how to get to where I'm going to. I go onto the website. I go maybe to the AA site. And I say, okay, I want the instructions to go from my place to somewhere in London. And it gives me the instructions step by step by step by step. So it tells me the first thing as you drive, come out of the driveway, turn left. And it gives me all those instructions to take me right from my door to the place that I'm going in London. And that's all very nice that I know that, that I've got that instruction. Guess what? If I haven't done all of that, I then don't do it. I don't follow the instructions. And then I don't get to the place that I'm trying to get to. Whose fault is it? It's mine. I have to take responsibility for not following the instructions. Or if I don't follow it, or I, along the way I decide, you know what? I'm just going to do my own thing. And the instructions that the A has given me says, oh, I will get there in one and a half hours time. And because somewhere along the line, I decided to just do my own thing. You know, maybe started and thought, you know what? No, it's taking too long or I, I know better. <laughs> and I decide to do my own thing. And then I don't get there. Whose fault is it? My fault. The AA is blameless. Or... It takes me longer. It should have taken me one and a half hours. It takes me five hours to get there. Whose fault is it? My fault. Because I chose to do my own thing. So you see how important it is for me to get there in the time that he said I would get there, subject to traffic and all those other things along the way. For me to get there, I must follow the instructions precisely. And I think sometimes as Christians, we kind of like think we can get away with things. It's almost like I can just do my own things, but somehow I expect God to just magically do something for me. Even though I'm just deciding to do my own things. His instructions are clear, but you know what? I don't want to be bothered with that. And then when we don't get the results or when it is delayed or when we've detoured and detoured and detoured and detoured and then somebody, thank God for his mercy, puts people along our way, trying to say, go back to the instructions, go back to the instructions. And then we finally get back to the instructions and we do it and we get there. Thank God we got there. Follow his instructions. See God's instructions as your roadmap for life. If I follow it precisely, accurately, as he told me to do it, whether I feel like it or not, and I block out every other thing, then I will get to the destination. So here, James is saying to us, don't just listen. Don't just Google it, search it out, print it out, admire it, look at it, sit in it, 
all of that. He says, don't just do all of that. He says, you must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves. King James says that if you be ye doers of the word and not hearers, only deceiving your own selves. And James goes on to say, if you listen to the word, so you may be listening to the word today, and that is brilliant. We should always listen to God's word. You know, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. You know, but you also have to do it. It says, if you listen to the word and you don't obey it for whatever reason, it says it's like you glance at your face in a mirror. Most of us would have looked at our faces in the mirror this morning. Before we stepped out of the house, most people look at their face in a mirror. Especially if you're a woman, you will look in the mirror, you will do your makeup, you will look. And you'll be satisfied with how you look before you step out of the house. I'm sure the men do the same as well. It says, but if you don't do the word, it says it's like you glance. You just take a glance at your face in the mirror. You're glancing. You're not looking intently. You're just taking a glance at it. You look at it and you go. And it says, you walk away. You forget what you look like. Can you imagine forgetting what you look like? But that's what it's like when you don't do the word of God. When you don't, it's like you forget what you like. You forget who you are. You forget what God has said to you. You just forget that this word has the power to save your souls. You forget. I pray we never forget. I pray we remember. God kept telling them in the Old Testament, remember, remember, remember. Don't forget what you look like. Don't forget it. It has a power to save your soul. But it goes on to say, but if you look carefully, so there's a difference between glancing and looking carefully. This is the precision here. It says, if you look carefully, into the perfect law that sets you free. What is the perfect law that sets you free? The word of God. And he's saying don't glance at it as you would glance in a mirror and just forget who you are. He's saying look carefully. Pay attention. Read it. Look at it carefully. This is the law that sets you free. And you and I want to be free. Whatever it is in your life. We want to be free. The Bible says he whom the Son sets free is free indeed. We want to be free from the corruption. We read it earlier. That is in this world. We read it in 2 Peter 1. When we read it from 2 Peter 1 verses 2 to 4. That by his great and precious promises we escape the corruption, the decay, all the rubbish. That is in this world. It says but you have to look carefully. Into the perfect law, the perfect instructions of God, the perfect word. You have to look carefully. Don't glance at it. Look, spend some time looking at it. And when you have looked at it, it says, and if you do what it says, and do not forget what you have heard, then God will do something. 
then God will do something. But can you read those verses? All of it is about what you do. Let's start from verse 21 again. So get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives. Who does that? I do that. And humbly accept the word God has planted in my heart. Who does that? I do that. Because that word has the power to save my soul. Who does that? God does that. (laughs) But I do the first two. Then verse 22 says, don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. That is you taking responsibility. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourself. That is you again. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it is like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself walk away and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect world that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you have heard, 10 use or your from verse 22 to 25. Then God will bless you for doing it. God has done everything. But what you do has a significant impact on your life today. You, 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 and you. If you look carefully into the perfect law, That's why we stay following the instructions of God that sets you free. The if there is conditional. If you do it, then this will happen. If you don't do it, then it won't happen. God is blameless. Remember, if you do it, God will do what he has promised to do. But if you don't do it, God is blameless. If you look carefully and if you do what it says that's it so it's not not to just look it says if you do what it says and don't forget you don't forget what you are then god will bless you for doing it and i went through that because i hear so many people blame god for so many things and sometimes i just want to ask What have you done? Have you done the instructions? Did you follow his instructions? Did you start? Did you stop along the way? Did you get into yourself? And if you have done everything that he says, then be assured that God will bless you for doing it. Including taking authority over the strong winds, then God will bless you for doing it. It says in those verses that we need to continue looking carefully into the perfect law of liberty. It says we need to continue looking carefully into it. Why? For two reasons. So we don't forget it. Actually, three reasons. So that we do it And so that we can follow it through. So that we don't forget it. So that we do it. Take action. 
and follow it all the way through. This is what saves our souls. This is what delivers, heals, preserves, protects our souls. Following the instructions of God. And one of the things that he talks about there is about deceit and we not being deceived. And I want to look at that a little bit more. But we'll do that in the next teaching. God bless you. I hope this has blessed you. Remember, follow the instructions. Do the word. Don't glance. Carefully look into it. It's what will set you free. Remember, God is blameless. And all he's asked us to do is follow his instructions. God bless you. And I'll speak to you soon. Thank you very much.